businesses look to expand, move to other locations, there's usually five questions they ask, and one of them is always, what kind of broadband do you have? This is episode 244 of the Community Broadband Bits podcast from the Institute for Local Self-Reliance. I'm Lisa Gonzalez. West Plains, Missouri, located in the south-central part of the state, is situated in the Ozarks and known for its beautiful terrain, forests, and vistas. Despite attracting outdoor enthusiasts, the community has suffered some economic losses in recent years and is taking steps to boost economic development. Recently, the city began offering high-quality connectivity to local businesses. Tom Stain, city administrator, talks to Christopher this week about the city's foray into municipal internet infrastructure. Tom describes how the city's plan to update municipal services led them to discover that local businesses also wanted better connectivity. He describes the city's project, their plan, and how they're starting out slowly to address any challenges they encounter along the way. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to thank you for listening and, and helping out uh, to create a, a stronger internet ecosystem, making sure everyone has high quality access. Uh, please tell your friends, tell others who might be interested about this show. Uh, if you have a chance to rate us on iTunes, uh, please do. Several people already have. Uh, we really appreciate all of the comments and we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Now here's Tom Stain, City Administrator of West Plains, Missouri, talking with Christopher about the Community's Municipal Fiber Project. Welcome to another edition of the Community Broadband Bits Podcast. I'm Chris Mitchell. Today I'm talking with Tom Stain, the City Administrator of West Plains in Missouri. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, I've uh, been following a little bit from afar what's happening in West Plains. I, I've um, actually we've been doing a lot of interviews with folks all over Missouri, so uh, I'm getting you know I'm pretty excited to to hear more about what you're doing in your your corner of the the state. Let's start off by discussing a little bit about what West Plains is. Can you give a sense for people who haven't been through it? Chris, West Plains is located in the heart of the Ozarks in South Central Missouri. We have a population of over 12,000 people. Any given day, uh, we're probably about 17 to 18,000. West Plains is home to a two-year college, MSU, Missouri State University, West Plains, a 115-bed hospital called Ozark Medical Center, and has been recognized on three separate occasions as being one of the best small towns to live in America by national publications. We also have been recognized by Smart, a publication called Smart Asset, as being one of the top eight places in Missouri to retire. Great. And it sounds like you're a bit of a regional center and a fairly rural part of the Ozarks there. Yes, we are. We're kind of the regional hub for South Central Missouri. The closest communities to us, the major communities, are about 100 miles away, and that's like Springfield, Missouri, uh, to the uh, northwest, and then Popper Bluff to the uh, east. Well, and if there's if there's one thing I know about towns that are uh, loved by nature lovers and that are uh, often in the middle of uh, what we might say nowhere, is that you often have problems with high quality internet access. Is is that one of the issues that you've been dealing with there? Uh, yes, it has. And Chris, it all kind of started back in uh, basically February of 2015. We were having a work session with council as a small community, just looking at city of West Plains individually, we were kind of behind the curve on some technology issues. 
where uh, for our own staff. So, you know, what we recommended to council was we would like to proceed and connect all city buildings to a fiber internet, which therefore could help us with our police and fire, intranet, uh, SharePoint or cloud, and some other things. And the question was asked was, would you be able to serve businesses possibly if, if that comes to play? And we answered yes. The media was there, and that kind of started the process. Uh, from February to about September, the community was letting our city council know that they did not feel they had reliable and affordable Internet. So basically around September, the council asked us to form a committee, which we formed a broadband study group. We have about 20, 25 people, uh, businesses and like Chamber, uh, Ozark Medical Center, and this other people throughout the community to look at this uh, broadband issue. And basically in December, we made a presentation to city council that we needed to proceed. We made three recommendations. One was we would like to proceed with our fiber loop. It's a 14-mile uh, loop around town and connect businesses as as they show interest. And then basically in this year, we would do some type of pilot to uh, connect more businesses and possibly look at residential. And then the third would be at the end of this year, we would give an update on, okay, what's working, what's not, costs, and where do we need to go from there? You know, one of the things that sometimes pops up when we're talking about these kinds of things, as you're describing what you went through, is um, is whether or not the communities, um, whether or not you as a city administrator really are thinking this is something you want to do. And and I'm just curious, as you're going through that process that you just described, is this something that, that you were excited to do or is this something that you wish you didn't have to get into? <laughs> Chris, that is a loaded question and a very good one. Um you know, unfortunately, as the uh, city of West Plains, in the last two years, we've lost over 500 jobs. You know, this fiber or uh, broadband is a huge issue for companies, uh, you know, looking towards the future. So from that avenue, I was very excited about it. Of course, as a city administrator, I'm concerned uh, because, you know, if we would go completely to all businesses and residents, we're looking at a, pr a high price tag that is estimated at 15 million. But what scares me the most is the customer service aspect of this. If we gonna, if we're gonna do this, I want to make sure the city is successful and that we can respond uh, for serving the customer service. So that's a piece that really scares me the most. That makes a lot of sense, and we hear that from a lot of communities, frankly. Um, so you described your plan. Um, you're going to be serving uh, your, your what we typically call the anchor institutions, your schools, um, presumably the police and, and that sort of thing. Uh, you're going to make it available to businesses. Are you running this out of uh, City Hall? Is it? Do you already have an electric utility or something? Like Who's going to manage it for the city? Right now, uh, we basically we are running it out of City Hall. And uh, we're kind of doing it through our utility department. Uh, last February, uh, council did agree to add fiber as a utility for the city of West Plains. 
but we're really managing it right now out of our electric department and our IT department. And that is one of the things that we're looking at is, you know, as we take some next next steps, and that's one of the reasons for the pilots this year is really getting a better gauge on, okay, what type of costs, what type of resources we need, equipment, all that. And so we're still uh, very much in the learning stage here. But And, Chris, I'd like to clarify something. What we're talking about right now is dedicated Internet, which is available upon re- request. It's 25 megs up, 25 megs down. So it's a committed source where it doesn't fluctuate based on the number of customers. And that's what we're offering to businesses right now. Right. And I think for people who aren't as familiar, that's uh, that's going to be a, a higher quality service than they're used to getting from maybe if you get 25 megabit from a telephone or a cable company. When it's, when it's committed, it's always there. Yes, it is. That is correct. So let's talk about how you're financing the network. Um, how are you paying for this uh, first uh, approach that you're laying out with uh, the ring? Well, right now, Chris, we're kind of funding it through the utilities department. Uh, the costs have been a little over 260000 uh, Our estimate right now, if we would fund the whole thing, is $15 million, which would include the residential and commercial service. And so we probably would be looking at some type of bonding in some fashion, either fully or partially. And would, this would have to go to the vote of the people for the city of West Plains, but those are things we're still trying to work out as we uh, test pilot our system. And when you say it's funded through the utilities, is that a loan within the utility system then? In a way, yes. You know, we're kind of borrowing from the electric department, and then we're going to, you know, as we add customers and all that, we're going to try to pay that back as much as we can. Yeah, that's something that we, we've often seen. It's a it's nice to be able to just uh, do those loans uh, internally. And in fact, in our experience, when you actually get into the accounting, it actually works out very well for the electric department um, uh, to fund it that way. Um, Basically, what we're also trying to do is, you know, as we upgrade our lines or improve our lines with uh, taking it from overhead to underground, we'll be putting, like, let's say, electric lines in the underground. We'll be adding another conduit for fiber. So pretty much where we're doing those changes or we're running electric to new services, we are bringing fiber along with it. So if you, if you have the potential of receiving uh, our electric from our utilities, then you'll have the potential of fiber as well. We're saving on some of the labor costs there by doing it together. Right. And I I just have to put in a big plug. Anytime I hear of utilities going underground, I'm always thrilled because I think particularly if you're in a very scenic area, getting rid of those wires overhead is just going to, it really makes everyone's day better, even if they don't realize it, I think. Yes, we just had a big project last year in what we consider, we call our Southern Hills Shopping District. That's where pretty much our commercial area is with Walmart and other shops. And we worked with them and basically put all the services underground in front of that. And it just aesthetically, it just makes it look so much better. Absolutely. So what are what are some of the results of the fiber project thus far? Or, you know, I guess to some extent, what are you forecasting as well? Chris, right now we have put out a survey to uh, all our businesses, just trying to understand what their concerns are, better understand their concerns, engage interest. Uh, We, unfortunately, we have not received back all those surveys, so we don't have the data where I can communicate with you on that. 
but also uh so we are advertising uh, that we have a dedicated internet 25 meg 50 meg and 100 meg and so trying to get interest on what businesses would be interested in that and then we will be trying to go forth probably late summer with a pilot of hooking up so many businesses and residents where uh, basically about a 90-day pilot where we can really evaluate our system and other things where then later this year, first of next year, we can present to council our findings and and kind of finalize our direction even more. So right now, Chris, we're still very much in the learning stage and trying to just better understand what are the concerns of our customers and their interest, but also trying to better understand what equipment, technology, and all that that we need to use to move this forward, as well as resources. I guess I'm I'm curious, Tom. You know, as there's a debate right now happening uh, in in Missouri uh, at the state legislature over whether or not there should be more barriers for cities. Is there anything you think the legislature doesn't really understand in terms of what your position is as a small community in uh, you know maybe um, outside of the major cities in Missouri? We have uh, Representative Sean Rhodes and Senator Mike Cunningham, and there is a bill filed this year called Senate Bill 186. And I think this, if I recall, Chris, this is the fourth year for a bill similar to this being filed. Yes. Um, and we've had several communications with our representative state senator and indicating that, you know, uh, we really need that flexibility, especially for a small rural community such as ourselves. Because basically it could be our survival for economic development, and we need to have that flexibility. I believe our rep and state senator totally understand our position and uh, support our position. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I know that there's been uh, a split. I mean, that's why it keeps coming up is because a majority of the legislature recognizes that communities should be making these decisions locally and that uh, I think the nobody at the state level has a sense of what every community needs. And I feel with our state rep and senator, they they have very much been involved in discussions with us and talking to us on our feelings, and they totally understand that and realize the situation the city of West Plains has been in with, uh, you know, losing so many jobs. They've uh, attended some of our meetings with the broadband study group. They're hearing from our citizens as well, and pretty much uh, they both said they would oppose any bill that comes through limiting our flexibility on this. Well, I'm very glad to hear that. Uh, is there anything you'd like to wrap up with as we follow as we close up the interview? West Plains is a great community. Uh, we have great citizens, and you know they're very prog- uh, progressive. And you know we just want to do what's best for this community and move it forward, and hopefully grow in the, in the meantime. I think that you're really smart to be examining what you can be doing and doing the pilot projects because it looks like a lot of the rural electric cooperatives in both uh, Arkansas and in Missouri are seriously moving ahead. And, and you know, it's one thing if you have bad Internet access and none of your neighbors have better Internet access. But, um, you know, if Missouri is going to be one of the first states that has really great rural Internet access across it, you need to make sure that you're there in the game at the same time. We agree. Our citizens are driving this, and so we're responding to their needs. But the other the other thing is, you know, as uh, businesses look to expand, move to other locations, you know, there's usually five questions they ask, and one of them is always, what kind of broadband do you have? 
And we just want to make sure that we can provide that service so they really consider City West Plains as they grow. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Tom. Thank you, Chris. That was Christopher talking with Tom Stain, City Administrator from West Plains, Missouri, where the city just began offering high-quality connectivity to local businesses. We have transcripts for this and other Community Broadband Bits podcasts available at muninetworks.org slash broadbandbits. Email us at podcasts at muninetworks.org with your ideas for the show. Follow Chris on Twitter. His handle is at communitynets. Follow muninetworks.org stories on Twitter. The handle is at muninetworks. Subscribe to this podcast and all of the podcasts in the ILSR podcast family on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Don't miss out on our original research. Subscribe to our monthly newsletter at ILSR.org. Thank you to Break the Bands for the song Escape, licensed through Creative Commons, and thanks for listening to episode 244 of the Community Broadband Bits podcast.